This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Put cream on me, honey. I still use code Natch. Didn't get a chance to hear Natch Butte around me. I had no time to choose what serum to use. So put cream on me. Honey, we had to do. We had to do Adele. Incredible. (laughs) Wait, that was amazing. I love it. Wow, took Adele new banger. Okay, and Natch beautified. Honey, it. I thought that's I thought you do. were going to literally play a song and then you busted out the vocals. Oh no, we, we're voice. vocals. We're vocals here. Great. We're exclusively a vocal show. This is an audio medium. We do what we have to do. Sure. Yeah. Yes, I loved it. Thank you for that. What a gift you just blessed. <laughs> oh, me with. I'm so glad. This always sets the tone to the episode, and sure does. Obviously, I had to do Adele. This song uh, made me weep. It made me weep, and I am living for the rest of the album. I cannot wait. But until then, we have to just put cream on me. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nashville. Welcome to Nashville, the beauty comedy podcast where we laugh, we cry, and. We cream. Yes, honey. I am Jackie J, your host of Beauty Talk Shock Shock. Your queen of creams, the host of the most serums, the freshest fringe on the West Coast, your favorite over 30 niche influencer, your kooky southern aunt. Welcome to Natribute. I am so excited about my guest today. So much to discuss. We're going to be talking about fashion. Yes. Yes. My guest today is a fashion stylist, a very stylish person. And fellow podcast host, host of the Low Life podcast, which is the best name and my guest has extremely nice teeth. They're very white, and he is a skincare king. My guest has the best name ever. We have lots to discuss. Please welcome today to Nashville, Lo Von Rumpf. The hey. best name. The best hey, hey, name. Hey. You have Thank such you a that. you have a famous person name. I guess <laughs> yeah, it's my real name, and yeah. uh, but it, Lo is short for Lorenzo. You know, I'm yeah. Latino, Hispanic. And then the von Rumpf is the splash of German. That's the only thing I identify with in my German. I, I think I'm what fifteen percent German or something. But the name trickled to you. But we got the name. Yes. And that's all that. Yeah. And by the way, it sounds like such a bougie, rich ass yes. name. Yes. I come from migrant farm workers, working class people. Over Don't here. you love but it's that? Okay. Fools, jokes on you guys. Trick or treat. I'm broke now. <laughs> Your grandpa shows up for work and he's like, "Yes, hi, I'm von Rumpf. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here <laughs> too." Yeah, <laughs> damn. Wow, but what those a- are 
all fabulous names. It's great. Yeah, it's a strong one. And I'm so I'm keeping it. And it, yes. my initials are LVR, low von Room. So LVR. So my Instagram handle, style LVR. It's cute. Yes, it, you're you know, killing it. Acronym. Honey, thank you for that. We got I the think. monogram towels. Sure, we're, sure. We're rocking do. those initials. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, am I allowed to curse or should I? Yes. Just... Oh, okay. No, every episode I upload, it says explicit. And I say yes. Even if yeah. I don't remember saying anything disgusting, I just, I'm covering my ass. I'm not excessive with my, my F-bombs, but sometimes yeah. I'll just, oop, one slips out. No, I totally am in the same boat. Thank you, Lo, okay. for being here. I'm so pleased well, to see you. You look fabulous. There. Yes. Please, we have to start with the intro questions everyone gets. The first question is, what type of skin do you have? Oh, yeah. My uh, combination, oily mm-hmm. and a little bit dry. Uh, mm-hmm. T-zone, of course, oily, yep. which I'm, I used to be like, damn, I hate this oily skin. As I'm now 32 oh, years yeah. old, grown to appreciate it. We, very thankful for now the Now we embrace, plant. yes, we embrace our oil now. Yeah. And then yes. uh, again, forehead, chin, a uh, little bit on the cheek gets a little dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes a little eczema breakout. It's you know triggered by stress, but so far so good. We have it under control this week. That's yes. the thing with my skin. I'm either glowing and have my swan moment or I'm just falling apart a potato. Yes. Just, what the hell's happening? There's no cute like in between phase. Even hours go by and I look at myself. And I'm like, I look damn cute. And then I'm like, oh, is that Shrek? Who is yeah. that in the mirror? Oh, like, yeah. it can change so fast. Ogre, yeah. Yes, serving <laughs> ogre this morning. I did not ask for that. <laughs> Same. Get it. I feel you. Okay, Lo, next question. I can't yeah. wait for this answer. Do you recall the first beauty product that you ever used or bought? Oh, great question. What could it be? Yeah, Was it I know Clinique? exactly what it is. Was it oh, Clinique? I, Was oh, it... <laughs> I didn't have that kind of money. No. The Clinique counter. Uh, oh, yeah. The lab coats. Felt like you're going to a dermatologist. Yes. At your local Macy's. That was as uh, close as I got to the dermatologist back in the day. I No, I get it. No, I actually remember my first beauty product. I was so excited and I used it religiously. I'm not proud of it. It was, what do you call it? St. Ives apricot scrub. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good old classic. Yeah. The apricot scrub-a-dub. Yep. And it was a gentle exfoliator. It's not that gentle. Mm-hmm. S- scratched a lot of my skin. It's actually the best product to use. Yeah. Um, it can be quite problematic. Gen but, Z uh, has canceled the St. Ives scrub. Oh, how, yeah. They've okay. completely banished it. No, like, and we rub, <laughs> we love that. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I don't use it on my face anymore because yeah. I want to take care of my skin, but I do use it as a micro scrub for my body. <gasps> Nice. Which is really nice because I do sometimes I'll get a spray tan. So mm-hmm. to get some of that off or just dead skin, I'll do a, a St. Ives scrub. Oh, and if you're going to shave your pubic hair to avoid getting the, the bumps, mm-hmm. St. Ives apricot scrub. I'll go over that, wow. get the area nice and smooth, get the dead skin cell and then boom, ready to shave it. So I'm it's glad nice. that St. Ives is still getting their check. They sure are. Someone is keeping here. them in business. <laughs> yeah. There's one guy in Los Angeles who's still, you know, buying buckets of it. Yes. Uh, I so see I can that. Sh- shave my pubes. Can I tell you something I've never told anyone on Ashbute? Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm ready for a secret. Do you know Trace Lissette, the actress? I don't she's, know her personally, but I know but who it you is. Know, she's she's on, so gorgeous. Transparent. She's on the show. I think was her but, first show. No, but there's a big show, uh, Pose. Isn't she on Pose? Yeah, is she, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So she's stunning. Beautiful. One time, I'm not going to say where I saw her, but we were sitting next to each other and I chatted her up and I was like, okay, tell me like some skin secrets. Like, why do you look so good? And she goes, I use St. Ives apricot scrub. And I was oh, like, no. what? How? How do you do that? 
Well, some people just look out the, the gen- genetic jackpot. I'm if telling you, will, you. Yes. Because and it's hit and miss with St. Ives. There, it's because you're getting little kernels of apricot. For people that don't know, yeah. you're getting the little kernels of apricot scrub in there. That's the exfoliant. Sometimes some of the pieces are a little bit more jagged, like shards of glass. Yes. Other times they're smooth. You don't know what batch you're going to get. That's you true. can take the risk. Maybe she hasn't had a bad experience yet. And God bless her for it. Yes. All I got to say is, wow, it made me reconsider. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like I'm like, that. maybe I got to get that St. Ives out. Anyway, proceed with caution, honeys. That's not our problem if you'll scrub your face off. Okay, low. Uh, I noticed on your Instagram stories that you're always talking about food in LA and your favorite places to go. So my bonus question for you is if you could have free food from any LA restaurant for life, what restaurant would you choose? Oh my gosh, what a loaded question. I know. There's so many great options. The thing is, all of the restaurants that I like are so specific. Mm-hmm. If I'm d- yeah. doing sushi, I know I want my katsuya or my yeah. sugar fish, to, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. But if I'm going to eat it for the rest of my life, I'm going to need a great breakfast option, uh-huh. some strong lunch and dinner options yes. too. Yes. Nothing too bougie. I yes. need it because that gets old quick. Yes. I'm not going to say like a fancy steakhouse. Yes. I'm going to go with, there's a spot in Studio City. Mm-hmm. It's called Aroma Cafe. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can get some delicious baked goods. The, the bakery is phenomenal. Yeah. Fluffy omelets, great burgers. I love their curly fries and just, and the salad. So I can go, if I want to hit rock bottom and go with the like, fries route and just freaking go to town. I yep. got that. Or if I want a little quinoa power plate or something, you know, on there the healthier you go. side. So I know, yeah, I think that's the first thing that came to my head. I don't know if that's the best answer, but that's the answer I have right now. I want to spend the rest of my life at Aroma Cafe in Studio City. Swipe Great up. answer. <laughs> Great answer. I was thinking if I, I was going to say creation only because what you don't like that. That's not a good choice. I love yeah. juice. Are you kidding? My dream is to go into creation every morning and get like seven juices every Girl, day. You're just going to be living off juice for the rest of your miserable life. Okay, sure. Drink that juice, but I can guarantee. Hey, they've got good wraps. Oh, do they? Okay. I've never yeah. had food there. Yeah. Their smoothies are so good. Yeah. So, okay. You're just going to You're live saying the, don't sell li- myself short. I deserve food. You deserve a solid at least. Yeah. Okay. One you're or right. two solids outside of a, a, a refrigerated wrap. I know, but I'm telling you those juices. I want to go in there every day and spend $80 on juice. Oh, it adds up. I know. Yes. Oh, and the smoothie. I didn't even realize I went on a date. They have a $20 smoothie there. Oh, yeah. Well, with add-ons. So I did this date, and I remember the guy had bought me dinner. This was the previous week. So then I thought, but I was broke as a joke. This was a decade ago. Yeah. Young, low. This was 23-year-old low, still struggling in the industry, yeah, yeah. trying to make a name for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have that cash flow down oh. yet anyway. I was hoping my card would go through. So I said, <laughs> well, next date, it's on yeah. me, boo. I'm going to treat you. And he said, I want to go to uh, a smoothie place. So we went to Creation Juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the spot. Anyway, we go in, he orders his smoothie, I order mine, and the total was like $48. Yeah. I had, I believe I had uh, $23.63 in my checking account. Oh, Uh, no. So I was like, this ain't going to go through. So I was like, oh, fraud. Like, it's not going through. (laughs) Somebody (laughs) stole my identity. I cannot believe this. Damn it. Stole my identity again. So then there was another Love on Rumpf, and they took. My card. But I was like shocked at the price, but you add like a little deer antler yes. essence. Yes. You add some whatever. There's so many little things yes. you add that Fertilized add bee eggs. 
Oh yeah, yeah. a yeah. rare organic fertilized bee egg. Each one's a dollar fifty. Yes, you know, that. But this well. is what I'm talking about, Lo. It would be a good investment for me sure. to go there for free. Okay. Yeah. Oh, do it. Hey, you, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shit on your answer. You drink that juice. Yes, thank you. I'm gonna. Yeah. My skin's gonna be glowing. <laughs> yeah, okay. It, and if I want true. food, I'll go with you to Aroma. There we go. Fair enough. So we solved it. Perfect. Okay, my last warm-up question, and yes, the warm-up questions do take 15 minutes. This is an attribute. What is the most beautiful thing about you? Oh, the most beautiful thing about me? Mm. I'm going to go with, I'm going to say my sense of humor, Mm -hmm. I think is my favorite or my most beautiful thing about myself. Yeah, that I love just because it could be dark sometimes. Yeah. Uh, there's some good days and bad days, but the humor gets me through life. So yes. I, if you can't laugh at yourself, then what the hell are you going to do? You know, well, I, I would get depressed. So yes. a little humor. I enjoy humor. I think that makes life in general more beautiful. Yes. Oh, we're going gorgeous. that route. I don't know if some people go like a different route and they're like, my eyes love oh, my brows. <laughs> I've heard I've heard it all. I've heard my tits. I've heard my wrists. I've heard my resilience, my spirituality, my sense yeah. of humor. I've heard it all. And we love all answers here. Great. Yes. Fabulous answer. Okay. Low. Real quick. What's your favorite color? Only because I feel like from a fashion standpoint, this is important. Hands down purple. Okay. Oh, that's my dog's favorite color. And yes, I did project that onto her. But I feel comfortable with it. Okay. So let's talk about your origin story. Okay. So I'm assuming early on in your life, you were inspired by fashion. You were into it. So who were your, who or what was your early inspiration? And then I know it's a loaded question, but how did you make this your career? What were the stepping stone moments? We can do Cliff Notes version because it would be a three-part special if I really get into the depths. I would love to do that, though, and add sound and music and (laughs) interviews. That would be so fun. It all started in a little pueblo in Mexico. (laughs) I was born. No, I was born here in the States, in California, in Orange County, California. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's where I grew up. I'm I'm an only child. I'm really close with my parents. Thank God they're still alive. They're young. They had me. My mom's Latina. She had me at 22 years old, 22, 23. There's something to that. There's something to that. I respect it because then you get your life back earlier. Sure do. But Mm -hmm. the struggle of having to work and build a life for herself while she had me hanging on her hip is a difficult route. And any mother listening right now could understand that no matter what age you're at, it's hard to be a parent, Mm -hmm. Uh, but sometimes it could be a little bit more difficult when you're young, but we have a very tight knit relationship. My mom, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. My mom is a business owner. She did business with my, my father and she's had several companies throughout her life and still is actively working. She's only 55 years old. You've got um, so, a, ho- a young mom, Hoven. I uh, sure, uh, sure do. Muy yep. Hoven, yes. Muy Hoven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my family and I are pretty tight. So the entrepreneurial idea of starting your own business was always planted as a seed. It's mm-hmm. kind of all I knew, to be honest. Like a default setting was like, I got to go into business for myself. But on the flip side, because we come from immigrants, my family. So I know education, getting college educated was kind of, you got to do it. My mom was the first in her family to get a college degree. And so I know she wanted the same for me. I dropped out. Boom. I'm Mm -hmm. out of here. Didn't Mm -hmm. go that route. But I noticed ever since I was a little shit, all of, I'd say five years old, I paid attention to clothing, fashion, and Mm -hmm. I looked at it as, and to this day, I still do. I would see my Nana, who I was extremely close with. Unfortunately, she passed away when I was 20 years old, but she was very young. She had her first kid when she was like 16. 
needless to say, she felt more like a mother figure to mm-hmm. me than a grandma, but we were extremely tight and she was the most glamorous over the top, loved a good silk robe. Yes. Um, talk about the cosmetics of it all. She was doing like the little neck lifts, Botox, Restylane. Oh yeah. Um, had that Korean skincare game, the 12 steps of it all. She really loved beauty and taking care of herself, self-care before it became like a thing. This was Mm -hmm. back in the day. But I saw that and especially the fashion side of her. And I was just so mesmerized by how she would transform. And I thought, how cool is that? And I would try on her stuff as a kid and I'd perform a ton when I was little. I was obsessed with Selena Quintanilla, if you're familiar with who that is, Selena, the singer. Yes, Um, I'm from Texas. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Corpus Christi or where are you from? I'm from Dallas, but Selena was an icon in Texas for the Chicana community. Oh, She was everywhere. And when she died, it was, it was the worst, most horrific moment in our specific state, but everywhere. She was a legend, an icon. All the little girls looked up to her. It was so sad. I remember oh, it. It was, I was alive. It was horrible. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, seven years, seven years old when she passed away. And I just remember it shook the whole uh, yes. Latino community, Chicano yes. specifically to their core. Uh, yes. But she was a big source of inspiration for me. I actually did a whole episode just on my love for Selena yes. Her clothes. And she made her own clothes. She's a fashion designer. She designed them. It's so She was so gorgeous too. And just. Yeah. Selena Quintanilla, super inspirational. Big uh, reason why I even wanted to get into fashion. Also my Nana. And then I just was obsessed with clothing in general. So I was always drawn to it. I like the idea of trans transforming yourself. You could almost like put on a costume and be someone a little bit different yes, if you wanted to be. Yes. So yeah, I I ended up getting into the fashion world. Started in retail, did some modeling gigs as young low, 15, 16, 17. I was with a modeling agency. I didn't like that. I I always was drawn to the clothing side of it. And uh then I decided to go into business for myself finally when I dropped out of college. And, and basically my parents were like, you can go into business. You got to you know, take this serious though. If you're going to drop out of school, you got to have a serious plan. You can't just hope it's going to happen. You mm-hmm. need to make shit happen for yourself. Have a business plan, lay it out. Micro level and macro. What's going to happen in the first year of business, considering 90% of small businesses fail within the first year that they start. Start Oof, there. Is that true? That that's is a, harsh. That's a statistic. 90, yeah, been proven. 90%. Ouch. So the people Ouch. that do make it, you really have to plan for it. And, and it's a lot. The stakes are against you in that way. But once you get past that first year, it's still difficult. But again, you start getting your footing. And I'd say I didn't start getting my real footing and having clients and styling for real until, my God, I'd say four or five years of grinding and doing free gigs and and just, again, trying to build something from literally nothing. I had a leg up because I grew up in Los Angeles or Orange County, but Los Angeles is 45 minutes to an hour away. So I was very comfortable in LA. I had friends and stuff and that didn't help me, but there was a familiarity already. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like a fish out of water. But actually getting my feet into the business was, it was difficult. Fun. Don't know if I could do it now. Yeah, oh seriously. God. You got to grind, honey. I'm glad I did. Yes. Uh, and here I am today. I'm styling. Okay. My question for you is, I would like to know a hard lesson and a fun lesson you learned navigating mm-hmm. the fashion world. Ooh, okay. I'd say a hard lesson I learned in the fashion world is that, and I guess this could apply to any business, to be honest, but just specifically to my industry, is when it comes to doing favors for people, Mm -hmm. do them. 
do the favors with good mm-hmm. intention, but also know how quickly people will forget. Don't take that personal. It's just part of the business. It sucks. I took it personal for a bit. And the thing is, let's say someone needs, oh my God, Lo, I need you to dress me for this. Can you please help me out? I don't have a budget or whatever it could be. And you do a solid for somebody. Either go into it, not expecting anything from it. So you don't end up resenting the person or the client or whatever Mm -hmm. that may be. And then also realize that you need to invoice or make sure that you take care of having those conversations at the forefront. Because in the moment when someone is, you know, feeling the urgency and emergency situation, even if you're a hairstylist, a manicurist, a massage therapist, any sort of service industry, when people need something from you, they're like, whatever it is, I will pay it. I will do it, whatever. Then the moment comes after the fact, and then they forget how (laughs) they were willing to pay your rate or whatever that Maybe so. I think now a lesson learned is have the conversations at the beginning. Yep. Don't take things personal and always equate yourself. Know your value. Know your value. So even if you do a free gig, even if you have to, because you're building something, working your way from the bottom to the top, that's what I did in fashion. I always still sent an invoice. Even if I did a free gig, you'll receive an invoice. And then at the end, it would say pro bono, we're, we're covering it this time. But this is the value of what the service is rendered. This is putting an actual number to it. And I have to say for my clients and friends who have seen that, it really does give them a like, oh, I'm not just getting something for free. There's actual, this is the number. Um, yes. It changes it. I had one client message me and she's like, I'm, I can't believe you invoiced me. This is for $1,800. This is like crazy. Uh, and I said, no, no, look at the bottom. It, I, we waived the fee for you. I'm just letting you know what we waived for you because there's pool dates, return dates, fitting days, seamstress. There's a lot that went into this. We're going to waive it. This was years ago. I don't do that now. Um, Honey, we don't waive anymore, sweetie. No, no. I I mean, now I can't because I have other people depending. I got my manager and team with me now. So it's just different. But when I was just looking out for me and it was just solo mission, yeah, I would do stuff like that. And But anyway, equate value to yourself. And I guess don't take things too personal and I, that's a few lessons. And then you said a humorous one. Is that one? A, or fun, a funny one, one. A fun one. Oh, a fun, a fun lesson I've learned. Man, I'm trying to think of something fun. Uh, <laughs> You're like, there's nothing say, joyful about my work. Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess a fun thing that I've learned is just not to uh, take myself too serious. Life is too mm-hmm. damn short. You got to laugh at shit. When we're not saving lives here, it's fashion. That's right. That's right, honey. A red carpet is no surgery. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I look at it like I just got to take it for what it is. And sometimes you just got to laugh at shit, not take yourself too serious in the moment. If that's, yeah, I guess that's a lesson learned because I used to take myself way too serious. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had somebody on a red carpet accidentally like sit in something or rip a dress or something? Yeah. Oh, it's oh, that would be man. me. Yeah. That would be me. Yeah. Yeah. My, <laughs> yeah. It sucks. I feel bad in that moment when it happens that I've had clients spill red wine on themselves before hitting a carpet or a certain time of a certain month will come. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I wore a white oh, jumpsuit. No. This is tough. Mm-hmm. Things like yeah. that. I've also had where a client's dress, I'm at her place right now. She's my best friend, Caitlin. She went to the Emmys and had her dress ripped down the back <gasps> in her seat. Oh, it was the worst feeling ever. What did she do? I'd have to stand up with the chair and just walk around with Basically. the chair on my back. That's yeah. kind of what she had to do. Yeah, she had yeah. to borrow a jacket blazer and escort herself out. And we did yes. a change. Yeah, sucks. But it, wow. sometimes it happens. You got to just roll with it. So that is actually a perfect segue to my next question, Lo. Because you meet and work with celebrities all the time. 
And you are a best friend to a celebrity. Is it fair to say? Oh, uh, sure. (laughs) Are celebrities... Now, of course, I know the answer to this, but for everyone listening, are celebrities more fun? Would you say that they're just like everybody else? 100%. Just like, just taking a shit, putting your pants on one pantalone at a time. Ripping their clothes when they sit. Ripping their dress. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think the only difference is they're on, they have a larger platform to share their life with people, whatever they choose to share. But I actually think that I've come to realize with working with a lot of famous people, people that are in the industry, influencers, mm-hmm. actors, actresses, musicians, and I'm friends with a lot of these people because I style them and we become friends. It's just kind of mm-hmm. hand in hand. They're my clients. And then I've been in Los Angeles for my goodness, well over 15 years. So yeah, you end up meeting people that a lot of these people, I met them when they were working at Coffee Bean and then they became something. And which you is, all come up together. Yeah, we all yes. we all build each other up, which is really mm-hmm. nice. But I, I think the one thing I've realized is one, they are very normal. And that's the one thing they crave more than anything is just to be yes. feel like normal. And so they usually get that with people in their inner circle. Sometimes, sometimes you don't. That's the thing. There are some celebrities that surround themselves with a team that is so far up their ass. And then they're so far up their ass because they are all on the payroll. Mm-hmm. The thing is, these celebrities, some of them are footing the bill for a lot of people. And that those a lot of people happen to be their innermost circle. So no one's going to check that person and yes. let them know, this is what's up. Maybe you're not being the nicest. Maybe that's not the smartest decision or the kindest thing to do to somebody. You need someone for checks and balances. And if you're paying everyone, they're all getting a check from you. It's tough to do yes. that. So, and some people don't want a check and balance. They just want everybody to tell them they're great all the time. It gets old, but that does happen mm-hmm. quite often, actually. But it always ends up fading out, and you're going to crave authenticity eventually. Because having a bunch of yes people around you, it's exhausting. After you don't, you lose sense of of who you are. You have no yeah. sense of what the hell matters. But I, I would say that my clients appreciate like. I know my value, but I also, when I go into any relationship with someone who's in the business, I always try and keep it 100 with them. That's the best thing to do. And I think that's probably why I've been able to keep, you know, friendships and stuff is because I'm just serving it. Boom. Straight shooter. That's right. That's That's right. We got to do it. I aspire to the level to where I'm completely out of it that I just pay people to tell me how great I am. That's 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 where I want to get. Same. We do love an honest, authentic moment. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I'm sure you get asked this a lot, but who is your dream client to dress? And oh. I'm going to I'm gonna open it to dead or alive. Oh, well, Selena Quintanilla. Selena. Oh, yeah. my God. Are you kidding? Do you know what you would put her in? Do you have an idea of a look? I or have a, a whole mood a... board. Uh, fake... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've re... <laughs> yeah. Already have been contacting designers to just dress mm-hmm. her soul. I could do that in my dreams. But yeah, she's someone that I would have loved to work with. I think alive, though, just because... I would be excited to meet her and I would be like pumped just to work because she seems like such an iconic actress, old Hollywood vibes to me, would be Julia Roberts. 
Oh, yeah. I don't work with her. I actually met her stylist who's really sweet uh, and she's been with her for years. So we love that Julia Roberts is loyal. I'm not trying to come and crouch on that territory. Her assistant has been her assistant for like 40 years. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. She keeps her. uh, That's a rare quality to find someone who's that loyal. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Julia Roberts, because nowadays I feel like with actresses, there's her like a Reese Witherspoon. There's a few in there. That are in that specific time when it's just like these iconic movies. Yes. Like they're just so like household names. Nowadays, like a Margot Robbie, she's amazing, but she's not a household name. Some people are like, yes. oh, who is that again? She's incredible. Yes. But you know what I'm saying? Just that mm-hmm. old Hollywood feel like, ooh, like Elizabeth Taylor vibes. I love it. I want to dress Zendaya. Oh, she's amazing. Doesn't she serve it every time? Yeah, every again, time. another loyal lab. She's been very loyal with her stylist. Yeah. LaRoche is his name. He's freaking fantastic oh, yeah. well she's he does an he does an incredible job he's been with her for yeah since the get-go it's not hard to dress her though she's stunning oh everybody yeah. is but i just every outfit i'm like i don't know what to expect each time and each time she's just a new fantastic specimen amen yeah couldn't agree amen more to that okay i was reading an old interview of yours or uh, listening to an old podcast interviews and somebody asked you about celebrity body insecurities and i found this to be fascinating because we all look at the red carpets and we're just like everyone's so perfect looking but you said celebrities have body insecurities too yeah if not more so than i think the, wow. the person who's not in the industry for sure wow Yeah. And I think a lot of people are opening up about it more so today because of social media. And now it's like something not to be uh, shamed about. There's no, Mm -hmm. there's not as much stigma and talking about like, yeah, I'm super insecure and body dysmorphia is real. The thing is when you're going on a red carpet and you have just picture this, you walk onto a red carpet, you have these high definition cameras taking photos of every nook and cranny, every angle, your good Mm -hmm. side, maybe your bad side or whatever you don't like about yourself. Or what if you like blink and you just, they snap a photo of you just looking like a little scrunch. Yeah. Happens all the time. Mid sneeze. No one wants to see that. You accidentally itch your butt and now it's blown up all over Getty image forever. It's up there ready to go. So unfiltered, just yeah a high resolution image so i think my clients going into a red carpet situation know that the level of anxiety can sometimes those levels can heighten quite a bit mm-hmm. those are increasing because they're feeling a little nervous about it and i think there's just everyone's hard on themselves myself included i'm sure you are to an extent in different ways we all are hard on ourselves but i think when you are in some sort of a spotlight situation you hyper focus you hyper analyze and if it's your bread and butter, you're known like a J-Lo, known for her skin. I think she might be having a little bit of, ooh, this isn't a good week. J-Lo's like, whole world will turn upside down if she felt wrinkled and had acne. You know what I mean? And you know, and you know everyone would attack her like vultures if there was one little mark on her face. Right. Or if she's known for her body. And especially for actors that are, again, really serving that body for you all the time. I had a client and she's booked a lot of roles based on how she looked. And she's like the hot bombshell. And that's Mm -hmm. the role she just always got. And she just rode that. And then she had a baby and she's like, I don't feel like that woman anymore, but I'm still having to go out for roles and red carpets and do stuff like that. So it was a tough transition for her. We And we got through it. And it's a little bit of a psychological approach when it comes to styling because it is transformative. So to see her feeling like insecure, not herself, uncomfortable in her own skin, Yeah. Intensified. Every mother will feel that at some point, I'm sure. Um, But intensified when you have to hit a carpet or do a press junket on national television just feels different. That is, it's reassuring to just, because we see these 
people that look just so flawless and perfect. And I'm just always like, God, well, how do they look so good? But you're saying they had, they are humans too. They go through all the same shit. And in, in fact, the pressure on them is even higher. And you know, what's crazy is I've seen some of them. I've had the privilege of working with some of the most beautiful, crazy, talented, rich ass people mm-hmm. out there, you know, mm-hmm. like, wow, I'm close to this like situation. I'm like, dang, this is pretty impressive. And yet I've seen some of the most rich, beautiful, successful people are some of the most miserable, sad people who are really struggling and don't even talk about it openly. They really are going through it and feel terrible about themselves for the way they look. I'm like, you are like, your body is amazing. On standards of that, of what people would consider, quote unquote, the good, you know, they're definitely going through it. So yeah, to each their own and- yeah, I guess you would be surprised. The stars, they're just like us. Just you like know, us. those articles. Uh, yep. I <laughs> they'll must they'll be show true. like Julia Roberts with a hot dog or whatever at a subway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. They really are, though. It's it's reassuring to know it to a point. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Lo, I don't know if you are a baseball fan. Mm, no, I'm not. Okay. Same. I do, en- I'm not I do enjoy going to games, though. I like mm-hmm. that. I like having a, a beer, butching it up yeah. once in a while. Okay. okay, yeah. Get a get a Dodger dog. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that. I just don't really oh. enjoy watching the game. It's just so long. Nine innings. I'm good for like three to five. And then I'm like, let's beat the traffic. Yes, yeah, same. Okay, perfect. We're in the same place. I don't know if you know this. I just dropped in the chat on Zoom an article for you to read or oh. just to look at. I don't know if you know what's going on. So in the World Series, the Braves recently just beat the Dodgers. The Dodgers are out. I only know this because I am married to a straight man. So this guy right here, his name is Jock Peterson. He is wearing a pearl necklace every time he plays. And he's making history. There's never been a string of pearls in baseball history. And he says it's because he's a bad bitch. So he wants to wear his pearls. I'm wondering from a fashion standpoint, your commentary and thoughts on this. Uh, Amazing. Rooting for him. Good for him. We love Love it. Yeah. If he wants yeah. to wear fucking puka shells, let him oh, wear I what. I would love that. Yeah. Throw a nice 2007 flashback, a little Abercrombie and Fitch puka With shell. With like a little tiny flip flop. Yeah. Tiny. Hanging oh, from it. great. Yes. We love a charm. <laughs> love a charm. Yeah. If he wants to wear a little Pandora bracelet, I'm oh, supporting yeah. it. Swarovski crystals. <laughs> yeah. The thing is with guys, they're so set in their ways. I think, again, it's like. Guys are finally, especially with this younger generation, which is very cool, exploring yes. different types of styles and wanting to express themselves. Not every guy needs to be cookie cutter looking the same. He wants to wear some pearls, go for it. And the fact that people yes. are probably going to give him shit for it, he's probably going to be considered like, oh, is he gay? Or people, I'm sure some- Heaven forbid an athlete wears a necklace. Exactly. So I look at it like a cool, bold fashion move. One small step for baseball, big, giant leap for baseball's kind. I wonder what's next. We're going to do a cat eye, a red lip, whatever. I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Just because he's wearing pearls does not mean he's going to go. You're right. No, I'm saying next. Someone else will. You know, everyone will throw in their own thing. Are you kidding? If I saw a picture with a smoky eye. I would love it. Yes. I think it's on the way. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's the thing too. All these male clients, even my guy friends that are straight dudes, they are wanting to cover their dark circles. They're wanting to cover if they've got a pimple coming in, just like any female would want to do. So I think even the stigma with guys wearing makeup is starting to kind of fade away. Because I'm like, why can't guys work on their skin and look like they got their shit? Perfect transition once again. Is it fair to say that you're a skincare king? 
Oh, what a beautiful title to have. Self-proclaimed, sure. Yes. Yeah. I, well, I mean, now if, if I'm I, anointing you further. <laughs> if I wasn't a, a stylist, I would have loved to become a dermatologist, <gasps> truly. Okay. Okay. So you're right here with me. Now I'm ready to hear the skin routine. We need you to drop it. I need details. I want. I used to have a, such an intense one. My God. Like I... And I've struggled with skin, just not with acne, but that I never actually had a bad acne phase. I always get like, like a hormonal pimple, uh-huh. like the underground ones. And I'm like, like one big statement piece. Statement piece. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I have struggled with like eczema and that sort of thing, a little rosacea. So I've had to go through the gauntlet of trying products and that they either mm-hmm. make me look great or I'm like, whoa, this reacted terribly to my skin. I look like shit. But right now I'm in a really safe, happy place. I feel good. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start it off with mild cleanser. Cetaphil, mild cleanser. I used to use that for years, but now I've actually been obsessed with it's Osea, O-S-E-A. Uh-huh. I love Osea. Osea Malibu. It's a, a really clean vegan brand. The products are great. They don't make me break out in any way. So I'll use those, but their milk cleanser is one of my mm-hmm. favorites. So I'll go in with my cleanser. I do an exfoliant at least uh, twice a week. I do it on usually Wednesdays and Fridays are exfoliant days, a mild exfoliant. My favorite one with the micro beads that are mwah, perfect is Sanitas, S-A-N-I-T-A-S. It's a really gentle lemon micro scrub that is Ooh, great. I for love th- lemon. And then if Joanna Vargas, Joanna Vargas skincare, she has mm-hmm. an amazing micro, but that one I'm like, Ooh, paying so much money. So I usually go with the other one anyway. Mm-hmm. So an exfoliant twice a week, but day to day, right after I'm done with my moisturizer, then I, I go in with my hyaluronic serum. Mm-hmm. Got to use that. Boom. Apply that couple pumps to the face, get it in the neck. Lately, I've been using, is it called washa? Gua sha? Uh-huh. Yep. We get, love a gua sha. Get the gua sha going. Well, my hyaluronic serum is drying. Always put it on a wet face. You want it to absorb into the skin. You pretty much waste half the product if you're putting a hyaluronic serum on a dry face. It has to be wet. After that, I go in with the vitamin C serum from Kiehl's. And mm. then I go in with my retinol treatment. And then I lock it all in with a fantastic moisturizer. And the moisturizer that I've been using right now um, is the atmosphere cream from Osea as well. Oh, uh-huh. They're great. I use their- I love that cream. It's nice, right? Yes. Yeah. It, and again, super gentle. So I go in with that. And that's pretty much my day to day. Yeah. And then at night, of course, washing my face, mild cleanser, and I load up on serums at night. Oh, at night, you let your skin drink. So, Funny. Yeah, I'm really loading it up at night. And I put pretty much all the serums I could handle. Like I have about yeah. five or six different ones. Oh, wow. You do six at once? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the one that I love, well, it doesn't break me out because they're all pretty gentle, but the SkinCeuticals, I think it's phosphorus. Um, mm-hmm. It smells like hot dog water. Yes. The hot dog water. Yes. Incredible product. Yeah. Yeah. But that stink though. I know, but I'm like, it, I don't care. Weigh it out. It benefits. Yes, I agree. So load up on the serums at night, five to six, and I'm putting them decolletage, chest. And like, I have one serum just for my eyes, one for the forehead, for wrinkles, like that sort of thing. Oh, we love all the sp- the specificity, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bosch is great too. B O S C I A. I love Bosch's cleanser. Oh, and I do a pour- I use their their mud, their Bosch uh, mm-hmm. makeup mud. Oh, it's great mm-hmm. if you get pores on the nose. Yeah, throw a mud mask in there at least once a week, and that's good. So, so you love a mask? I saw on your Instagram yes. you make your own all the time. Yeah, sure do. Budget so. 
tough times. Okay. Got to budget it, boo. So how <laughs> we got a budget, boo. How often do you integrate them? How, when? Give us a couple or one of your favorite mixes because i saw a photo of you and you had like avocado all over your face oh that's my breakfast mask yeah breakfast mask it's great to do yeah i have avocado it's going a little rotten didn't want to make it onto the toast threw that into a bowl with some fresh steel cut oats a little bit of manuka honey or regular honey that's fine manuka is a little pricier Put the put the honey if you want to do one tablespoon of Greek yogurt. There's anti-inflammatory anti-inflammatory properties in yogurt. The oats are going to slightly exfoliate your skin, and of course you have honey which calms redness. It's an anti-inflammatory as well. And then avocado is the fatty acids that you need, which is great for your face. So mixing that in a bowl and just spreading it onto my face. I work it into a bowl like a guacamole, and then I spread that onto my face, neck. Let that sit 15, 20 minutes, set it and forget it, wash it off in the chunks in the shower. And uh, it's a cheap, easy mask to do. And it actually does make my skin look very bright, tight and glowy. I did it this morning. It's nice. Your skin looks fantastic. That is so interesting because uh, we all know avocados have a 30 minute window. They're good for 30 minutes. Yeah. And sometimes you open it and you're like, this smells just a little off. Yeah. So you're saying when it's, just a little off for the toast. You do the face. Yeah. Yeah. Or, Hey, if you want to spend avocados ain't cheap these days. So if you want to end up using a beautiful, perfectly ripened avocado on your face, you are worth it. But I rather consume it. I rather eat that avocado, but yeah. Yeah. So I'll use those for the face. So that's one of my favorite ones to do, but I got inspired to do it by, well, TikTok. my God, there's a lot of masks on there that you can make. And then also, are you familiar with lush cosmetics? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I love a Lush. Yeah. They do their fresh masks that they have that you could buy in store. They're refrigerated. They expire fairly quickly. They're a Vancouver-based company. But what I like about their masks are not only are they completely natural, but I like that they have an expiration. Like you got to use them Mm -hmm. because it's fresh. So I was buying them for a bit, but then I just looked up recipes online and did my own version of those. And they have like 15 different ones and they have the Lush hacks that you could do from your own pantry. Oh. Using coffee grounds, I make my own scrub for the shower. I use honey as a base, throw in some coffee grounds. It's great for cellulite. It's an exfoliant. The caffeine's good for your skin. Little things like that. Just to, Wow. I got to come over and mix a mask. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, make sure you like are careful with the ingredients that you're doing. But You know, some like lemon, you got to be careful with the lemon juice. Some masks call for it. There was one online that was like using coconut oil. And I was like, get Mm. that coconut oil away from my mug. No, I don't want to clog my pores. So controversial, the coconut oil. I've had people on here say, I put it everywhere. I've had people on here say, don't put it. You just, everybody proceed with caution with the coconut oil. Yeah. I think if you are going to, if you want a good oil that is in your pantry, just stick with olive. I think that's the safest route. We love an olive. Extra virgin. That's right, honey. Just like us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have two questions. First, I want to keep talking about self-care, but I have to real quick talk about air fryers because i noticed that you are an air fryer king yeah they're great and i am i literally don't even use my real oven anymore oh so you let you're an air fryer queen oh honey everything that you could think of i've put in there oh amazing i'm constantly trying to new things to fry yeah so you love an air fryer right i sure do i love yeah that's the thing once i got into it 
I started looking up recipes and stuff and I was like, oh, this is great. And I, I love a, like fried anything. Mm-hmm. So if I can get that without having to use a whole pan of freaking vegetable oil or any yes. oil, like that's nice. Like frying up some tacos. Oh, I did dried fruit, made my own little trail mix. Yes. Put some cinnamon, did a whole little dried apples. You could do and pears. How, okay. How do you do it? You have to do it on low for a long time, right? Yeah. 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 That, you got to trust the process and let the yes. air fryer work its magic. I'm um, doing that. But I'm going to do that. Oh, yeah. It's great. Dried fruit. You could do... Uh, well, I love doing Brussels sprouts. It's my favorite thing. To oh, do me right too. Me too. Air fryer okay. brussies. Here's what I do. Here's what I do. Maple syrup. Yep. A little maple syrup. A little oil. Salt, a pepper. That's all. What do you put on yours? Wait, that's for your Brussels sprout recipe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never tried it with maple syrup. Oh, you gotta. I love maple anything. Yes. So I'm so down for that. Uh, what do you put on yours? My Brussels sprouts do olive oil, uh, mm-hmm. paprika, uh, salt, oh. pepper, garlic powder, mix that in a bowl, Parmesan cheese, and then coat everything. And then I let them fry first for about, I'd say, mm, I don't know, like 10 minutes, then go in with a splash of balsamic vinegar. Okay. Okay. The balsamic vinegar gives it that Brussels sprout yes, taste. The tang. The tang. Yes. Thank you. I love a tang. I love a, a vinegar pickly. Yeah. So then go in with that and then with the, the Parmesan cheese and you got the balsamic and the all, it's like all the flavors marry together okay. very well. I'm. I'm going to try the balsamic. You got to try the maple syrup and 100%. we will reconvene yes. and discuss. Yeah. Okay. And it's really easy. Three fifty. I do 350 for 10, shake them up, do another five or 10. Yeah. I pretty much stick to 350. I'm still playing around. Yeah. I do potatoes. I do everything. I throw everything in that motherfucker. Have you done taquitos? Like making like your little roll taquitos? They're so well, good. I buy frozen ones, but... I will make real ones. Oh, yeah, but throw the frozen ones in there, too. Yeah. Great. But, yeah, real ones, amazing and easy to do. Well, when I see you, we're going to have to do a mask while we make air fry food, and it's going to be I would love that. Oh, that sounds like my dream night. Oh, same. No, that's all I want. (laughs) We'll put on something fun on the TV. A a Julia Roberts movie. That's right. Brockovich, honey. Okay. (laughs) We're going to revisit the classic. Yeah. Done. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, my last question, your self-care rituals. What are the rituals, your self-care rituals that make low, low? Hmm. Self-care rituals. A little masturbation is great. Okay. Throw, yeah. Throw. You know, no one no one has ever said that. And that is so true. Yeah. So that's part of my self-care is I have to masturbate. Yeah. Sometimes it's yeah. better than even being with a partner. Yeah. Because I know how to like take care of me. Yes. Um, for my mental health. If I'm feeling really stressed, mm-hmm. got to rub one out. Boom. Yes. So that's part of it. I uh, respect that. And I'm honestly you. shocked that no one has said that yet. Yeah, because I'm sure it's part of a lot of people's self-care. Oh, yeah. It, it, okay. Yeah. Are we above it? No. No. I'm a Scorpio, honey. We have needs. Oh, are you? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, cancer like over scorp- here. Crab Scorpios. crab. Oh, cancers are horny too. Uh, sure are. But also yeah. Scorpio and cancer. That's my yes. number one most compatible sign. Yeah. My, both my parents are cancers. Oh, nice. Lovely. We love a water sign around here. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, self-care wise, definitely a little masturbating. And then I'd have to mm-hmm. say journaling has helped me okay. substantially in my life. My God, tremendous help with my mental health. And I don't, I'd like to do it every day. I'd say do it like two to three times a week. Just a little breakdown. What's happening in my day? How am I feeling? Checking in with myself, obstacles I might've felt, maybe an insecurity or two, but it's so nice. Like in the beginning, it's difficult to get into the habit. Once you get into the habit of doing it, you can sleep better at night because I brain drain it. I put it into the journal and I leave it there. And then sometimes I'll revisit stuff weeks later and I'm like, Oh, wow. That affected me in that way. Then that was interesting. I'm seeing a pattern. I need to fix this situation. Why am I feeling this way? I'm seeing because life moves so fast. We have so much shit thrown at us all the time. It's really hard to remember what I even had for dinner yesterday, yet alone how I was feeling last week on Thursday when someone sent me a weird text. So now I'm writing it down and kind of just it, it's a good for checks and balances mental health wise. So that drinking my water, that's a big thing. I got to get them eight glasses and I'm not a big exercise. Like I don't say I love exercising like now, but the payoff the give yes. me that dopamine, the oxytocin release endorphins, anything. And walks have been doing it for me these days. Walks are great. And I realized from uh, this trainer I'm working with that walks are apparently the best way. If you're wanting to lose weight, burning fat, is next level. If you just make sure you get your walk in at least 45 minutes to an hour of walking, but it does more than if you were to like run for 30 minutes, doing a nice long walk could be so beneficial um, to fat burning specifically. So there's that. I I went to a doctor. uh, I did a a couple episodes of drunk history, you know, that show on comedy central. Yeah. And they make you go to this one doctor to check you out just to make sure you don't fall over dead. And then comedy central, you'll sue them or whatever. And he said to me, All you need is to walk. You don't need to lift weights. You don't need to bust your ass in the gym. Just walk. And that is the longevity of life. Yeah, it's really the secret sauce. It's nice. Yeah. So I've been doing my little walks and it's been great. Yeah. So that that helps me too. I think if, yeah, walking, journaling and jacking off once in a while and I'm pretty good. Journal, a journal and a jack off. (laughs) Yeah. A journal and a jack off. It sounds like a lovely day. Yeah, I'm good. Oh man, that that might have to be the title of the app. Are you okay with that? I because it's so good. Love that. Wait, okay. yeah, a journey. Wait, no, a journal and a jack off. Iconic and it's so good. It's so pure. <laughs> Let's oh, do I love it. it low. Yeah, okay, I'm down. Done. Done. Okay, so the last thing is just tell us about the Low Life Podcast. Tell yeah. us where we can find you on Instagram. Just tell us where we can find you. Well, you are my people. So I feel like mm-hmm. just getting to chat with you right now is so nice. I enjoy your podcast as well. And I'm sure your listeners, like my listeners, they're just I have the best listeners. I, mm-hmm. I feel like they're just like cool, easy to talk to, open-minded, open perspective type of people. But that's what my my podcast has become. It's a little mixed bag of tricks. We love never them. know what you're gonna get up at the low life. Mm-hmm. It's just basically been stuff that I'm so curious about in life. And then I just start exploring it. That's what I've been doing. So we talk about everything and anything. We have we talk about sex, masturbation, drug rehabilitation, and of course, fashion and everything else in between. And I think it's because 
because I've met some really interesting people in Los Angeles over the course of the last 15, 20 years. And I've met these people, I've become friends with them and some interesting entrepreneurs or entertainment industry people or self-made individuals. So to have them on and just talk about life, you always get a little something from the pod. That's the goal. I don't want people to waste their time. So that's where the low life was born out of me just being really curious about life and then wanting to explore that with a microphone involved. And it's been pretty cool. Like it's grown into something that I never expected outside of my parents to download. So (laughs) the fact that we got whole listenership now and we just did 50 episodes and I mean, you're a Titan in the game. You've been doing this for a bit. So you get it. 50 is 50 is a huge milestone because imagine all the people who bail after three episodes. So if you hit 50, it's like, honey, I'm in this for the long haul. First year. Yeah. We did 50 episodes Mm -hmm. in the year and and it feels good. Yeah. So that's the low life podcast that's wherever you listen to your podcast it's available there so i do that and then styling and stuff and that's that's where i'm at in life and you're you already said your instagram but one more time what is oh yeah yeah if you guys want to follow me oh and you'll get a little fashion again there's mixed bag of tricks there too yes i love a good meme i make my own there's so i've seen you post funny tiktoks as well curation a curation of everything joyful we gotta laugh yeah and so yeah my instagram is at style lvr it's s-t-y-l-e l-v-r same as uh on the tickety talkity and on instagram that's where you can find me mm-hmm. okay i gotta find you on tiktok i don't really post a lot but i just same i just started i just started oh it's so fun yeah so far i'm into it should it be jack off or jerk off journal and a jerk or journal and a jack what's better for you are you gonna say journal and like off journal and a yeah. jack off i think yeah. a jack off because jerk okay. off's gonna sound like i'm talking shit on my ex or something like he's such okay, a yeah. jerk off you're right you're right you're right okay i'm so excited for this title and honey i will be hitting the explicit check mark when i upload the app <laughs> yeah, okay perfect honey everyone's been warned oh my god lo thank you for being here and it's so lovely to meet you i can't wait for our face mask air yes night. and i'd love to bring you on to my podcast as well so we'll do an episode oh, together honey, i can't wait yeah that'll be great Great. Something, yes. I mean, take your vacation and then after that, yes. I'm bringing you on. I can't wait. I'll be there. And we can do in person so my internet won't go out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Perfect. All right. All right well, everybody, you deserve to be happy. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Don't forget to cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh low. Obviously, you cream your neck all the time, every day. Yes. Always. We mask <laughs> the neck, we cream the neck, we do what we have it to is do. Nice and creamy. <laughs> 